is the Driven Women's Guide to Love, Life, and Business. Hosted by the boss ladies Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Adette Binker grew up deep in the medical world. Born to parents who were both doctors, she took tremendous interest as she was always involved and surrounded in her parents' studies and career. By the time she reached high school, she was working alongside her parents at their private clinic, playing a key role as an office manager, handling everything from finances, medical assistance, patient relations, and anything else she could get her hands on. Adette particularly took an interest in the skincare field starting from her personal experience of battling teen acne and her passion in the beauty industry. Adette recalls seeing her mother and father help their patients achieve transformation with their skin conditions and cosmetic procedures. At that point, Adette knew this was her calling. Her passion for knowledge in the dynamic, ever-changing skincare industry has driven her to travel around the world, gaining additional certifications and continued education, which ensures that she stays informed with the latest technologies and cutting-edge ingredients in skincare, which she loves to share with all of her clients. As a self-professed beauty junkie, she continues to enjoy searching for the best in unique and must-have beauty items and services. Today, Adette Binker is the owner of Rejuvaline Med Spa, known in the community as the go-to place for skincare. With over 21 years of experience and love for her craft, her main satisfaction is being able to enhance her client's natural beauty to inspire confidence from within. Well, welcome, Odette. How are you? Good. Thank you. How are you, girls? Good. We're amazing, especially now that we get to talk about a subject that I think all of women who listen to us are going to really be into, which is all about beauty and skincare and looking fabulous. And we have so many questions that I honestly had to cut them out because there's no way we could have fit it all into one episode. It would have been like five hours long. That's awesome. We'll come again. <laughs> so tell us about um, your upbringing because both your parents had a huge impact on who you became. Right. They were both doctors. So yeah. walk us through that. I was born in Cuba and my parents are doctors since Cuba. Um, we moved a lot. We went from Cuba to Panama to Venezuela to here, once they got here, they had to revalidate their um, medical licenses and they had to restudy again. How long does that take? Very long time. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of dedication too, coming, like being an a immigrant, coming to the U.S. and having to do that from the beginning all over again. And to start all over and the fact yeah. that they had to actually study and work at the same time because you have to maintain have my brother and I. Um, and so it was difficult, but it was also very enlightening. Um, and... Once they got here to the United States, they were studying. We were always with them throughout their studies. Um, the typical and traditional Latin culture that you're, you know, you with your the chicken with the little hens, the hen with little chicken. Um, and so my parents, once they became doctors here, I was always with them from school to work because I couldn't be home by myself. And... The fact that they were always attending clients or patients, better said, the fact that they were curing patients. So he is a cosmetic okay. surgeon. Well, in Cuba, he was a neonatology surgeon, which is basically a surgeon that does um, for newborns that are born with malformations. Okay. And then here he moved and transitioned into cosmetic surgery. What made him do that shift? He didn't want to do the deal with babies anymore. It is okay. a lot. It's a I'm huge, sure. 
undertaking. And it's a, I mean, not that it's not emotionally a high responsibility to deal with adults. I mean, it's surgery, 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 Mm -hmm. but it is a little bit more delicate. Um, and so he wanted to transition into cosmetics. It's basically cosmetic surgery at the same time, just from newborns to adults. Okay. And then your mom? My mom in Cuba was a, um, psychiatrist. And then here she transitioned into family practice and dermatology. Okay. That's awesome. So they so took you everywhere. The they took they you took me everywhere. They even, when they traveled to mm-hmm. seminars at that point, when I still hadn't, um, was young and didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Um, so I was able to live that era where a dermatology seminar or cosmetic surgery seminar. And obviously when I was young, I, like most teenagers, suffered from acne <laughs> and I couldn't have even my friends, they had a pimple. They couldn't walk by me. They would, you know, because I'd be trying to pick on oh, them. You, them would and, be, you, you would know, be that friend. It yeah. was almost like that's what I was meant to do. Although when I went to school, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what I wanted to do. Um, but yes, one thing led to the other, and there's no doubt that my passion is skincare. So you that so you came into the realization of wanting to do this in high school. That's when you were like, okay, I'm gonna get into the field in high school, and yes. Absolutely. In high school. And the fact that I was always with my parents and they were helping people, well, you know, transition and... You helped in their practice too, no? I was always working in their practice. Even if it was just making a photocopy when I was in elementary school. But I was always there. That that is a lot in family though. Like my mom (laughs) used to take me and my brother everywhere to work with them. And I think that instills a really good like work ethic in you as well. Because you learned that from a very young age. Like you're the mom and the dad go bring their kids everywhere. And that teaches something. So I think that's great. I think so too. Um, But yeah. That's great because then you got all that instilled in you. And then you decided you wanted to go into skincare as well. Right. Amazing. No wonder you have such great skin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So tell us about that journey for you. Um, You decided that and then what was next? So I went to school. uh, Once I graduated high school, I did go to school um, to FIU and UM. I studied business and then um, I went to um, an aesthetic school to study specifically skincare. So if someone listening and wants to be what, you know, a skincare, what would you, you're an esthetician, right? An esthetician, yeah. So they would have to go and get a certain certification. It is a certification um, and it's an aesthetic certification, esthetician certification. Got it. But there's different levels of of esthetician. There's just, there's estheticians, there's medical estheticians. So there's different levels and there's so much growth in this industry. I mean, I guess every industry, but this is definitely an industry that's constantly changing. There's new things. Oh, yeah. And you definitely have to be on top of it in every sense. No, I'm constantly going to seminars. I'm constantly, you know, reading up on new things, new techniques, new machinery, new skincare regimens, new everything. And also we're like in, we're living in such an information age right now that your patients can't come to you and then you not know the answer. So you kind of have to know what the new thing is that they write about in Costco or whatever. They They definitely ask. With social media They're much more informed than you think they are. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. So yeah, with the, I believe that also with social media, like having all like the Kim Kardashians of the world showing you like, oh, this is the new, like, I don't know, vampire facial. Like they'll come to you like, I want to do what Kim's doing. So and it's you- funny that you say that because vampire facials, one of the things, which is vampire facials, microneedling with PR, well, microneedling. PRP is just something that you can add in addition to the microneedling, which is my favorite. Really? Um, It's amazing. 
And what's funny is that it's been around for such a long time, but it took a Kim Kardashian to say she did a vampire facial and that she absolutely loved it. And now everybody wants a vampire oh, facial. Oh, so that's that so, wasn't a new thing. It's not. Wow. I'm telling you, that's that's why it's crazy. Like to market your business is so different now. And to also the, it, the way people are getting the information. It's it like really, trends. It's trends. It is trends. It's about trends. But then obviously then it takes a person that you confide in, you know, getting to the right place, the right person, you confide in them and you hope that they're telling you if it's a trend that works or doesn't. Right. Because there's many trends out there, obviously, that, you know, don't necessarily. And we'll get into the services that you do. But I want to walk everyone through like the process. You got the certification, you became an official esthetician. Right. And then you decided to open up your own practice. Or did you start working for someone else at first? So I did work for somebody else. I worked in the salon um, beauty salon industry, and I also worked in a spa setting industry. Um, after that, I opened my own spa. I worked for a couple of years with my own spa, and then I sold it because I had my kids. Um, I took a break, uh, so that I can tend to them. I, after that, I unfortunately got divorced, and or fortunately, <laughs> and um kind of had to get my A game again. And I was looking for a place. I wanted to re, you know, come back to what my passion is. That That is what I love. And so I was looking around for a location. I didn't necessarily find, I took a little bit longer than what I was expecting. It was kind of giving me anxiety. And so a friend of mine said, why don't you just take, I had an extra room in my house that I wasn't using, convert that and make that into a little spa place thing. So I, I did, I, I kind of made it into a, little spa within that room and it was very quaint and cozy and I kind of I called all my old clients and I had a pretty good um uh callback no come on feedback, say, uh, feedback. feedback. Um, and they started coming and then obviously I started telling all my kids moms the friends moms and little by little I started once again recreating my clientele and nothing I one thing led to the other and I was kind of I think it was maybe three years or so that I ended up being at my house but I did start growing thankfully and um wanted to do something bigger and now's where rejuveline um comes in and we've been open for a little bit over three years now and what kind of services are you guys offering there so it is a med spa Mm -hmm. um and we offer from something as Cosmetic surgery to the Botox and the fillers to... Oh, really? So they, you guys do cosmetic too? We do. Wow. Um, to facials, to all types of skincare, massages. We also have a wellness department and a research department um, where the wellness is the IV therapy, the hormone therapy, weight loss. Um, and then the research department is we do clinical studies. Um and I guess, well, I, I think you wanted to talk a little bit after about well, my skincare line, but we do have a skincare, um, a clinical research study as well. So I've done the IV therapy for when I was really hungover and it works <laughs> really good. Is that what it is that I see people like getting like some yeah. nutrients of some sort? I'm yeah. like, what do they do? Is it B12? Okay. So there's so many different cocktails that you can put in an IV therapy, in an infusion. Um, B12 is one you of You said cocktails. You said the magic word. <laughs> it's cocktails through your brains. So it's amazing. It really is amazing. And for hangover, it's super popular because it, helps. it really gets you back into a normal state 
immediately. Wow. Yeah. I need yeah, to try that. Yeah. When did you do it? A, a bachelorette party. Oh. We went a little too crazy. And then I was like, we need to find a med spa that has this. And because everyone... something like that cost? It's like over... It's like $100. It's, yeah, anywhere between $125 to $200. But let me tell you, when you're throwing up all day and you need to like be go, go, go because you're at a bachelorette party like in Nashville, <laughs> you're going to spend that money and it's well worth it. Okay? It yeah. And the thing is that, yes, you're um, feeling better and you don't want... Right. I'm not condoning weird, people getting drunk. Time, no, but at the Get same drunk. time, you are also getting <laughs> nutrients. So it's a yeah. double whammy. You're, right. You're good. Yeah. No, my friend's done it. And she's like, oh, girl, we just go in there and we come out like new. <laughs> you do. So you can literally just you go do. walk into your uh, spa and then come back out normal. Yep. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make an appointment. For the, I mean, if you want to be sure that you just want to go in and out. Yes. Otherwise, yes, you can just walk in. Oh, wow. I like, if you're that. okay with waiting a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's super quick. 20, 30 minutes. But now they're having like people that have like uh, parties. Sometimes they'll like like weekend parties, like rich people. They'll hire someone <laughs> to come and like, like give IVs to all the guests. <laughs> right. No, because I ain't paying for it for you. What? You know, a hundred dollars a head. <laughs> That's awesome. You can have a little IV therapy And we station. do. We do the yeah. to go as well. Ooh. So Isn't you can have cool? someone like deliver it and have someone. No, go to your house. And, so a nurse yeah. will go to your house and they'll um, set you up and put your IV. Wait, obviously. They're not going to leave you plugged. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and how much would a service like that cost? So it depends on if it's just one person, if it's a group of people, it really, the prices vary. Okay. But oh. it, it does start at a hundred dollars when it comes to that. That's very cool. If it's a group, obviously. Okay. So that's one of your services. What else? Tell me more. So one of my- <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> I'll take one. Um, like I said, we do cosmetic surgeries, the Botoxes. And I say Ooh, Botox okay. because... You said the magic word. <laughs> okay. So Alex and I... We're 39, right? But I'm like, when should I go and yeah. do a consultation? I've never... We've, we've never done I've never, never done, done Botox. I've never Nothing. done Botox. Well, as you can tell, I have a little bit of a marquita here. Oh, because you just <laughs> um, did it? I just did Botox before oh, I came okay. over here. I couldn't tell. I don't know. Um, uh, the age is really... It really depends. Because it's preventive. We have... It can be preventative. So you could be 20-something or you could be 40-something. There's no age where you have to do Botox because everybody ages differently. Right. Some people are more expressive than others. And that's when you really have to get Botox because that constant, you know, yeah. movement will then create that wrinkle. Right. Um, to me, when's the best age? Um, when you start seeing a wrinkle <laughs> or right. right before you start seeing that wrinkle, better said. Because okay. once you see that wrinkle and it's there, then you probably have to do a little bit more than Botox and maybe do a filler. Okay. So when do you know the it's... Preventative is key. I think the 30s is a good age to start. Oh, damn. So we're late now. We're late, girl. Although now <laughs> it is getting much more popular because it is okay. preventative to do it in their 20s. Right. Can you do Botox when you're pregnant? No, right? Okay. So you you shouldn't. Okay. Because if by any chance, God forbid, something happens to the baby, that's yeah. Botox is going to be the blame. Right, right, right. Even though it wasn't. Right. Um, it shouldn't be a problem. But just in case... I would never do Botox on anybody. That's okay, pregnant. guys, don't come after me. I was just asking. I'm not going to actually do it. Not yet. So Botox is for like lines and wrinkles right. and any expressions like around the mouth. Like no, a- so around the mouth, you do fillers. Okay, so anything lip and mouth is fillers. Anything above the eye and, and your forehead, it could be Botox. Botox and fillers. I mean, you can do fillers in other places too. You can, I'm, I'm sorry. You can do Botox by your jaw. You can do Botox on your neck, 
You can do Botox in various areas in your in your face, even sometimes around the eyes as well, under. But it's more, it really depends on what you're looking for. Botox is, it's to, um, I hate to use the word paralyze the muscle, but it basically soothes the muscle so that you don't have that movement. The creasing. But don't some, some people don't they do Botox on their armpits so they don't sweat as much? So, and then, okay, Dang, so well, there's, you know, too much. <laughs> there's Botox for cosmetic purposes okay. and there's Botox for therapy. Got it. So there's, you can do it under your hand, on your hands, on the palm of your hands, under your armpits. Um, yeah. For headaches, right? For headaches you can well. do on your temple. Yep. Oh my God. Yep. I didn't so know that's that. the side, that's the therapeutic side of Botox. But hmm. for cosmetics, I mean, really it's, it, it's amazing. And once you do Botox, I heard you have to keep it going. If not, right? No? If you don't, then you'll just have the wrinkle. <laughs> I mean, nothing happens if you don't do Right. Botox, but how but, often do you have to do retouches? So it really depends. Once again, everybody um, metabolizes the products differently. Mm. Um, it depends on your lifestyle. It depends on so many different things. So the usual is anywhere between three to six months. Um, some people get it once a year. Right. Um, I personally get it every six months. Um, there's also like, for example, the girls that are not but doing it in fun. their 20s. I'm sorry, Odette, but how fun to own one. You can get <laughs> Botox every other week, girl. Right. Exactly. I, I wish that was it my is, life. There's definitely a perk. Because it's, it's a little bit pricey. I mean... Yeah, Once you're a boss girl, like the girls that are listening, obviously we're we can afford it a little bit, right? With our IV therapy, we right? Can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it is pricey, so you have to kind of like it could get pricey, it. but you know you kind of. I always like to um, put things in perspective of a, on a daily um, quota. So if you go to Starbucks every day, you spend anywhere between five to ten dollars a day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you Put those ten dollars a day and not get your Starbucks and take your coffee at home. You'd have enough money. Imagine for Imagine how many things we can do with that money. No, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, some of my friends are so for it and they look fantastic. I'm like, so okay, if a I want, it goes a long way though. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Much, that much, right? Um, can freeze you because there's some people that look frozen. I personally don't like that look. I like yeah. the natural look. Um, but if you like that frozen look, by all means, you know. No. <laughs> look at Alex no. please Alex don't go for the frozen no, no, no. but you can do the baby Botox that's what I was going to oh. tell you which, what they call now that's the term baby Botox it just means less units less amount right and for instance if I wanted to go in for a consultation mm-hmm. to see like okay what you think I should be doing um, is that free or do I have to pay yeah consultations are free Oh, I need okay, to go guys, for one. So you guys need to all go. Yeah. Know, find out what fun things you can do. For sure. And then you have the vampire um, facial. You have all types of facials. I'm you have all types of facials. Um, and yes, the vampire facial is definitely up there. It's one of my favorites. Okay. I love it. I want to try that. And going back to the fillers, I've always been interested. Now there's such a fillers craze with the lips and so many young girls go and get it and, and it looks natural to some, but then some are very exaggerated. Because they go filler happy. <laughs> so as a, you know, as an esthetician, do you like tell them like, hey, I don't think, but some of them want a, a lot, no? So yes, I always recommend the natural look, but once again, you have to, you know, not that the customer is always right because you have to, there has to be some sort of boundary if it's going to be something that's going to damage them and be unhelpful to them then you say no we won't do it and we've definitely pulled to the side you know right we've neglected many right <laughs> um we're definitely that place and even for cosmetic surgery um 
So yes, you have to find yeah, some sort of balance. No? I see like sometimes when I pucker, like, you know, you do the little duck face for mm-hmm. your selfies. I'm like, oh my God, I have little lines now. But the fillers could help for that, right? For sure. Once again, I also have fillers. <laughs> and they look <laughs> But you won't natural. be able to know that I have fillers because I do like the natural look. You don't, you know, you obviously everybody knows that I have fillers because I say that I have fillers, but. I wouldn't you, know, right? You, you wouldn't yeah, know. They look very natural. And nowadays, I feel like people shouldn't have shame in doing no, getting it's Botox. So normal. Yeah, it really is so normal. It's almost abnormal. We to don't. not right. We're not normal. <laughs> Sorry, we're so not normal. But I think, but it's not been, for long. <laughs> right? No. Now not, we now not we anymore. met you, girl. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, I've always been like, oh, I don't know. But thank God, I I don't look that old. But no, not at all. You girls, we look don't. Great. <laughs> we're good. But tell us, what's the most mistake we make as women with skincare? With skincare, mm-hmm. um, there's so many mistakes. Pick one. First um, of all, I think so. One of the mistakes that I I think I'm constantly repeating myself with my clients is the um, whole sunblock issue. Um, so a lot of people, no, no, yeah, I use sunblock. For me, that's one of the most important things that you have to use. That was one of my questions. It, the importance of sunblock. Okay, so it is extremely important, but to use the right sunblock, there's, right a thousand, a gazillion sunblocks out there. And just because it says sunblock doesn't mean that it's working. Um, or a lot of people will say, I'm, I use sunblock in my um, makeup. It says that it has SPF. Mm-hmm. And that's like the majority of the people. And it really, truly is so important. So before it's you important put for on... It's important It's important for everything. So you would put that first before no. you do your moisturizer? No, no, that would be your last step. Oh, last the last step? step is the sunblock? Your sunblock is your last step because um, that's what you are... You're protecting oh. first layer. Everything. Huh. But then won't you look a little bit like oily? At all. There's so many sunblocks out there. That's and there's true. for specific skin types too. Um, like us in our in our practice, we do have various sun sunblocks so that it caters to your skin type. Okay. And you know what the thing though? Living in Miami, if people don't wear sunblock because they think, oh, I don't get burnt. But you are getting burnt, no matter what. It's right damaging. Now, believe it or not, the lights. these lights in it we're be, indoors, guys. Right, and these lights. So there's UVA and UVB rays, so that you you get sun damage, not right. sun damage. You get UV ray, UV ray damage, mm-hmm. if you want to call it. So you don't necessarily have to be outside. Of course, living in Miami, we have a lot of sun, and just the fact that you're driving, um, that you're sitting next to a window. Um, but aside from that, not even that. Just the lights alone. Well, yeah, that's why damage. sometimes people, when they drive, they wear gloves. Right. <laughs> because now you have to worry about like old looking hands. I've exactly. never seen that. Do you also like, there's people that get like Botox on their hands or like they do something to like fillers. make them look fillers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what it is to mm-hmm. make their hands look younger? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that that's what it was. Yes. And you do that too? Hands, yes. <laughs> hands are huge aging signs. I know. My look hands, yeah, my hands neck. are looking viejita. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gonna have to go we take care of our face, but then we forget yeah. about our neck and our hands. Yeah, yeah the um, neck too. Yeah. So, and another thing that I wanted to mention too, which because we're in that era, is screen time. Also, UV rays. Oh, so your phone, your phone, your Ooh. iPad, your computer. <gasps> oh, I never thought of that. that constantly. So wow, we have I to protect ourselves. So yeah, another mistake too. I think um, just to add, I think washing our face 
on a daily basis. Like sometimes people are like, forget in the products, putting moisturizers before you go to sleep, serums. And that's what I was going to say. Washing mainly because there are different skin types and not necessarily some people can kind of get by washing in the morning. But washing before you go to sleep is absolutely beyond necessary. It is critical. Yeah, you right. have to wash. And putting like the products and because right. that when you go to sleep, like you, your face gets smushed all night, right? And right. then creates creases and lines. Right. And that's, you're sedentary. That's when you're most going to, you're going to absorb all your products. You have to take advantage of that time as mm. well. What is the one ingredient women of every age should be using? Besides some, besides some block. <laughs> besides some block, right. Um, and I don't mean every age, like. 10. I mean, like, you know, in our 20s, 30s, right. 40s. So even even in their teens, mm-hmm. I'd say retinol. Okay. So, okay. That was another question I had about retinol. Good. What what does retinol do? I don't know. So retinol creates or promotes cell turnover. Um, we have, we're constantly getting new skin without using any products, right? But what happens A dead skin cells just lay on the top layers of our skin and you have layers and layers and layers of dead skin cells. Our, our skin starts looking dull. Um, products that we're using don't necessarily penetrate the way they're supposed to. Um, so it creates cell turnover. So give us that nice looking, healthy skin. Oh, okay. So does that come like in a vitamin or something? Or an no, actual... So retinol like- is a vitamin. It's vitamin A. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, retinol is vitamin A. Um, and there's different... In different strengths of retinol. There's different types for different skin types because like I mentioned, even for um, acne, it's amazing. And there's like the drugstore brands and then there's the ones that you can get at your dermatologist, which right. is the one that I would think that I that anybody but there's should nothing get. topical like a cream. It of is retinol. topical. Yeah, oh, it is topical. It's, yeah. oh. it's like a moisturizer I don't know why I thought cream. it was a pill. I don't know. I pictured it as a pill. No, no, no. Maybe it's that's topical. new in 2025. Who knows? <laughs> I was like, might be coming up. <laughs> Um, so yes retinol I'd say tell me some like skin like emerging skincare trends that are exciting you right now that like we're going to be seeing soon or that we're currently seeing right now but it's pretty new I know that like I said it's not necessarily new but it is new technically because now is when we're hearing it more and more um, in social media but um, there's two types of of Microneedling that's being done now that we're kind of implementing it's with radio frequency too, um, so it helps to penetrate even more whatever product it is that you put. I personally like PRP, which is a plasma, but you can infuse vitamin C, you can infuse hyaluronic acid. Um, it's amazing. It really is to me one of the top and most um, noticeable um, results. So it's like a it, it's a it's a procedure. And then that procedure allows your skin to be able to absorb the ingredients that you put on your yeah, face. So what it better. does is the micro needles. Yeah. Microneedling. So it's micro needles and it's various micro needles, 36, 48. It depends. Obviously we put not a, every place puts um, anesthesia. We do put anesthesia on the skin prior topical, which I have compounded. Um, and then by creating what it does, it creates micro channels. And what, when you create micro channels and obviously it allows for whatever product to penetrate mm-hmm. or penetrate deep into the layers of the skin. And then obviously it creates also micro injuries and the micro injuries help to tighten the skin. So you have that look of more flawless, the pores become tighter as well. 
And we do it for everything. We do it for scarring. We do it for acne. We do it for um How about anti-aging. sun damage? We do it for blemishes. Yeah. So them. this procedure will make my pores look smaller? Mm-hmm. Tighter. Mm-hmm. Tighter. Mm-hmm. I want to do this then because I have big pores. And it's amazing. And okay. for that, you can do it when you're pregnant because plasma is yours. Right. And then that, how often do you have to redo that? So it depends if you're doing it as a maintenance or if you're doing it as a treatment because you want to take something out. Like for scarring, it's more once a month. Uh-huh. If you're doing it as a maintenance, you yeah. do it every three months. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I would want to get rid of some sun damage that I have. Yeah, that's super, super effective. I mean, you also, there's a, I like to sometimes combine treatments where you do chemical peels and you do microneedling and you do microdermabrasion. To get a you know a better effect again the consultation you'll be able to like break it down and like this great. is what I mm-hmm. suggest for you right awesome yeah every person is completely so for an anti aging product that we should not live without would you say that's retinol retinol is definitely one okay um and hyaluronic acid I'd say is another hyaluronic I feel like some of my pro- I feel like I have a product that has that word in it so fillers are actually. <laughs> More than likely you do. <laughs> okay. Um, fillers are made of hyaluronic acid. That's what the consistent, you know, the main, the key ingredient of fillers, hyaluronic acid. So what it does is that it plumps the skin. It helps to maximize the hydration on the skin as well. Um, it's, to me... Um, and again, topical? What everybody, it's topical. Mm-hmm. And it's usually in a serum form. Oh, that's what I use. I use serum. Oils. And like moisturizer. and But like what, before your makeup breathe. or like at night? No, like when I wash my face, and then I, I put like a moisturizer, serum, moisturizer, eye cream, because the, around the eyes, a little bit, the skin is different. So you have right. to use different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the moisturizer on the top. That's, you know, what's funny that I know a lot of things, but I just wash my face and I'm, I don't put anything else on. <laughs> That's what you shouldn't do. Right? Yeah. And the funny thing is that, so another mistake that people do, usually um, when you have good, naturally good skin, you tend to not take care of it. Yeah. When you have problematic skin, you tend to take care of it. So what's funny is that the person that has problematic skin usually ends up with better skin than the person that doesn't have a problem. Right. Because that person that's had problematic problematic skin has taken care of their of their Right. Has built a like a routine. Yeah. Gotta start. So yeah. it's kind of like it's yeah. ironic, but but definitely. I think yeah, you should definitely have to put moisturizer to your face because yeah. if not, it could be too dry unless you're. The thing oily. is that like ever and since I got blood. pregnant, my dermatologist <laughs> completely told me I couldn't use any of my products anymore because like cause I, I used to have really bad has acne. A, has a lot of estrogen. Some of them. I don't know what it has, but they're like it'll kill your baby. Basically, really? it was like some Jeez. crazy like, shit. It out. I don't know. No, for real. <laughs> something. One of them was like a benzoyl. Benzoyl peroxide wash face wash and they're like don't use that anymore while you're pregnant the thing is that acne products tend to have more harsher products yeah so So that's why and then like the um, I had a like a a liquid that has like a little sponge on it and that was for acne and I mean it worked great for me but they said like stop using that so ever since then I was like I'm not using anything on my face until I have this baby so but she can use some moisturizer or something yeah definitely okay Sure, okay. and if you feel hesitant, just use yeah. coconut oil. Okay, on my That's face, natural. Yep. Okay, good to know. Organic coconut. Oil. What, what's better, cold or warm water when you wash your face? Cold to lukewarm. Cold to lukewarm, so not hot. Not hot. But it feels so hot good. Is very, it does feel good, <laughs> and so you get used to cold. 
Yeah. Hot. I, I think so you're not moisturizing and you're using no, I know. <laughs> you have so much to teach me. <laughs> <laughs> because I think the cold water opens your pores, right? Or is no, no, no. It tightens. Cold oh. water tightens, but regardless, it um it's not so much if it tightens or not. It's the fact that it's hot water is very abrasive to your skin. It can cause flares. It's very abrasive. It dehydrates your skin. It's mm. not dries it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So no more not hot water. There, dries no more it, up, it dehydrates. So dehydration and hydration has nothing to do with, um, with oily or or mm. or not. No. Got it. Wow. But, are we, okay. Are we supposed to, okay. So you have a routine, right? Everybody has a routine and there's like the seasons. There's, well, not in Miami because it's always hot, but anywhere else that you live in, you have summer and you have winter. Are you supposed to switch up your skincare or you stick to it all year round? You don't, you don't have to switch. Um, but in colder or places that actually have seasons, um, you sometimes want to use a thicker, um, like more consistent, uh, hydration, um, cream more than anything, you know, something a little bit thicker when it's colder because your, t- your skin does tend to dry out. Dry out. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I mean, we definitely don't I have think that in problem Miami, in Miami. Yeah. It's like so much humidity. It's different. Yeah. I think I don't really switch it up. I say with the same things over and over. I mean, it is good to every once in a while switch something in your, your routine. Um, just because we create certain habits that at some point you kind of plateau. Right. Um, not to say that you have to switch everything, but just switch a little thing here and there and then you can go back to it again. Okay. Um, but yeah, switching is good uh, every so often. Okay. And there's facial oil serums. What if you have oily skin? Look, isn't that like giving you more oil or is that... Because <laughs> I've always wondered that because I, I have oily skin so I stay away from oils because I'm like I don't want to be extra oily or does it do the opposite effect so you tend to not necessarily use oils but serums yes okay um so it's not the same thing oil and a serum is no, not the same thing serum at all? is more liquidy more okay. watery um so no and it penetrates really nice into the skin serums there's serums and there's actually oils too for all skin types so it just it's a matter of using for your skin type it doesn't matter if it's an oil or cream or a serum, it, but there is for your skin type. But see, that's so tricky to me because it says all skin types. And it's like, but I don't have dry skin. I have oily skin. So we don't have the same skin. So if you're buying <laughs> it in a place where you have to decide by yourself, um, an all skin type type of thing, which means that you're going to CVS or something like that, more than likely you're not really doing anything. Right. So I'd probably stay away. I, I always try to recommend medical grade because it's really what's result driven. Um, and sometimes people think that it's going to be more expensive when it's really not. Um, you said medical grain? Medical grade. grade. So oh, grade. From the, got it. From her, yeah. So medical grade products you'll only be able to find in a place where you have a medical doctor. Got it. Prescription. So a, a mm-hmm. dermatologist, a, a med spa, things got like it. that. Got it. Not so over yeah. the counter. Not over the counter. Or like, you know, department stores or anything right. like that. You know, people spend tons of money in department stores. Um, super expensive creams and... Like Clinique or all these. Chanel. Right. Yeah. And, and it's... It, you might as well go to CVS and get some Wood yeah. and Wild. Okay. Wood and Wild. You took it back. I used to. I used to. They still have it. They still have it, girl. Okay. <laughs> no, but you know. Okay, so at our we're nearing our forties. I just kind of want to see how we can do this right from this point forward. Okay. So we should be obviously washing our face morning and night with cold water. Cold water, Alex. So if you have ultra dry skin, I'm not going to tell you to wash your face in the morning. 
but definitely to I wash know. your face without the, the cleanser with water. Pretend like you have cleanser in your hand and just wash your face with water. But that's only for dry skin. Okay. If any other type of skin, yes, wash your face with your cleanser in the morning and night. I use the little uh, mechanical brush thing. Does that really work or no? It's it's good as long as you don't have ultra sensitive skin, and it's good as long as you're using the right um, the right products to make sure the the brushes are clean. Got it, because it because can it, harbor a lot of bacteria. Yes. Yeah. So if you're like not that. doing that, then it's preferable to just use your Hands. Your hands. Got it. Okay, so washing on a daily basis. And then... Um, there's so many things that you can do that will prolong. It's it's also age management as well. No, you don't have to do the Botox and the fillers. For sure. Okay. Got it. And especially if you start, the earlier you start, then the longer you'll, pro- your, you'll prolong that process. Of- so tell us about your skincare line because you did mention it. You have everything that you just mentioned, right? Yes. So anything anybody may need that's listening can contact you. Yes. Okay. Um, how did we come about it? So it was a lot, a lot of back and forth. It took us about almost two years to finalize and get this. We actually just launched it this year, um, in a couple of months ago, in June specifically. Um, and we have everything. We, I, I, I did start this skincare line because there was. There's a lot of skincare lines that I love and I wanted to kind of harbor all of the things that I loved in one skincare line, right? Um, although we still have other skincare lines in, in our facility, um, but ours is obviously my favorite. <laughs> um, we have, like I had mentioned to you, a clinical research and that's where kind of the idea started harboring and, and wanting to do something ourselves. Um, because we do research on a lot of um, products, ingredients, um, medicine, and so we started our re- our our skincare line, which Amazing. is called Rejuveline Skin RX. Okay. Me. Do you also do by any chance? I know that also. It's I've been seeing a lot of the lymphatic massages. Yes. Oh yeah, those things are cool. Also for like weight loss, right? Yes, we you do, do that, that, and it's amazing. Tell us a little bit more about that. So we we do actually a little combination, which is to me what works best. Um, We do some lipotropic shots, um, which basically it's shots that go specifically where that stubborn fat is. If you have the little, you know, the side, the handles, the love handles or like a little pouch that just doesn't go away as much exercise as you do and it just doesn't go away um, or not, or you just want to work on everything. Um... You combine that with lymphatic drainage and actually and microcurrent massages. Mm-hmm. Um, lymphatic drainage is important even for not weight loss, just as a natural, as a health, for health precautions. Um, you drain the lymph nodes. That's where, you know, you eliminate toxins and it, you do it in your body, you do it in your face, you do it everywhere. We have lymph nodes everywhere. Ooh. Is that so, is that what you can get rid of the fat in the little... Anywhere. Vagina armpit area thing that looks right. like a little vagina. Vagina <laughs> armpit. That's what it looks like. Vagina it looks like you have a little, yeah, a it's little a little butt. pocket <laughs> between your armpit. I didn't know you could do that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. And obviously, once again, it's it's no magic. You have to be consistent. You know, you're not going to go one day and then the next day it disappear. You do a couple yeah. sessions and then it disappears. Oh, I think I want to start there. 
It's amazing. Facial massages on your own, right? So like like doing like up, always up, up. Upward, upwards motion. Yes. Do you recommend that? Yes. Every day. Always yes. up, long? not down. Right. How always long? Always up. How long every day? Just a minute, two minutes, three minutes, whatever you are actually going to do. Because she, if I tell people you're going to be there for five minutes, you're yeah. going to be like, really? Right. Every day? It's not going to happen. So, um, but you can do it in the car when you're driving or whatever. Right. But not everybody, unfortunately, is that, you know, strict about their... But yes, mm-hmm. if you can do it, the longer the better. It's not going to affect you. Um, another thing that's good the is the, the rollers, the yeah. jade rollers yes. that they um, have now. It's just easier to do it without and you do, once up, again, upward up, motion. Up, up. I guess you could do it on your neck too. I think it would be good. Yeah, up, right? not down. Of course. Okay. Always up. So up and then you lift and then up again. So Got it. not rolling up and down. Okay. Hmm. Do you want to do a little game? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So we're going to ask you some questions uh, and you just have to say yay or nay. No explanation. Okay. Well, just yeah, gonna... we're just going to say some words. Right. So. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's either like she likes it or not. Right. Like she recommends or no. Right. Okay. Got it. Let's go. Okay. Washing makeup before bed. Yay. Mixing products from different brands. Yay and nay. Okay. We'll talk about that. <laughs> Toner. Yay. Really? Okay. Yes. Wearing sunscreen under makeup. Yay. Well, th- then you say it's. Under makeup. Under makeup. Okay. Got not it. Under the products. Oh, okay. Got it. See, oh. I made that mistake. Okay, so I was okay. thinking differently. I still have to figure that one out. Yeah. Okay. Korean face masks. Nay. Okay, Nay. my brother just bought me so many from <laughs> from over there. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gonna use them. It's anymore. not that they're bad. Use it. You have yeah. it. But if you you had to choose between those and other masks, I'd say other masks. Okay, got it. Why not Korean? And what's what's up with Korean? That, it's like a trend. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. IG girl. Okay. <laughs> Popping your sits. <laughs> Like, so not even whiteheads? No. Not by a, a professional, yes. No, but you, you no know. one's going to go to... You can uh, infect no. it. You can infect with it. You bacteria. can leave a mark on your skin. And not more even than with likely, a little tool? The thing is that you are going to start it. It's going to hurt. And then you're going to see, okay, that's it. Okay. And everything just... It's not going to... Silk pillowcases to sleep. Yeah. And CBD-infused skincare. Yay. You have that? Um, We have a few. Tell um, me about that. That was that was that was the game, though. That was it. That was good that. job. Yeah. That was fine. Yeah, for the game. <laughs> Tell us about the CBD infused stuff. They're good. I don't. I mean, I don't use them as often, honestly. Um, but it's good for inflammations. For more, I don't use them so much for for facial uh, things, but I do use them for like people that have psoriasis or um, eczema, things like that, because it's very good for inflammations. Okay, but there's no like. There are creams for the face as well. Okay. I personally don't use them because I like other things better. Um, but it's not to say that they're bad. Got it. Okay. Interesting. And we use them more in our office for the therapeutic part of it. Got it. I saw on Instagram, now that you mentioned Instagram, <laughs> that there is this thing now where people get liposuction and they're still awake. What? Is that real? Oh, like lunchtime lipo? So- is that I what it is? No, so, I mean, do that. You can do like, for example, we do lipo without general anesthesia, um, but we sedate you. So you have an IV where you are having a cocktail through your veins and you're kind of like, you know. In but you're still like aware. Kind you, of. You kind of are and not. Not really. So you're loopy. Wow. You're loopy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, oh my God, that looks like it hurts. But they look like they're awake. <laughs> No, no, no. It doesn't hurt. You don't feel anything. You're right. you're completely numb and you're sedated. 
for the most part. I mean, I don't know, maybe there are places that are doing it without sedation and that I'd find crazy because. No, yeah, that would be unethical. Yeah. And what would you say is the most popular procedure cosmetic wise? Would it be still like the Brazilian butt lift? Kind of that's a thing here. It is, but I think it's starting to die die down. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And they're actually considering um, to make it illegal because there's a lot of there's a lot of contradictions when it comes to that. Um, and there's been a lot of problems and deaths because of that specific surgery. Really? Why is it too much trauma to the body? No, because there's, uh, in that area, there's a lot of, um, there's a specific, and I honestly, right now I'd be telling you, I can't tell you exactly because I'm going to sound like an idiot. Um, but there is a specific vein that if you touch it, you are dead. Wow. Um, you, in your torso? Beta an embolism. I'm sorry? In your torso area? No, in the booty booty? area. I thought it was because they were injecting some like really ghetto, like third party cement in your butt or something. And there's places, and I'm sure do that in their garage. Right. Um, But but, um, no, for the most part, it's it's very delicate. It really is very, very delicate. The amounts also inflict on, you know, your recovery or not. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah, and I see people delicate. flying all over the world to come to Miami to do it. Yeah. But I'm glad they're taking like, uh, you know, rings and making sure that there's no more deaths and that people are getting yeah. the right treatment For or sure. the right procedure done to them. For sure. Where can people like, you know, go and do consultations with you? Let them know where you're located, your, you know, website, if you have Instagram. Yes, we do. So it's Rejuveline at Rejuveline Med Spa is our um, Instagram, which is our name, Rejuveline Med Spa. Um, and our website is the same www.rejuvelinemedspa.com and our address we're located in 6700 southwest 21st street um right off of coral way right on 67th avenue can't miss us it's a two-story black building with huge letters that say rejuveline so um um, and our phone number 305-266-0006 oh that's so cool i learned so much and I'm definitely going to go for a free consultation. You girls should come for sure. So I can know what next steps are for me. I want some fillers I'll on my you. lips. Oh, that's top one. You have just pretty full little, lips. The bottom one. But I think I need a, just a little bit goes baby, a long way. Baby, baby just, filler. Yeah. Just, me for the little line. <laughs> baby filler, right? Baby filler. <laughs> yeah. Is there a baby? We know it's baby. I mean, Botox. people do have syringes. So yeah. Right. Oh, wow. Well, thank you so much. This yeah, was so much fun. Thank you. Fun. Fun. Thank you. Who knew that all the skincare was so much fun? <laughs> Thank There's you, everyone. Thank yes, you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Oh, yeah.